You're invited to The Prom, the next Broadway and Chicago show at the Cadillac Palace Theater, playing for one week only, April 19th through 24th. This show is described as having a Jewish soul. The Prom is a musical comedy about big Broadway stars on a mission to change the world and the love they discover that unites them all. Okay, real talk. I saw this show on Broadway and was dancing in my seat the whole time when I wasn't crying. Okay, sometimes I was dancing and crying at the same time. The Prom makes you believe in musical comedy again and is so full of happiness that you think your heart is going to burst. Everyone deserves a chance to celebrate at the Cadillac Palace Theater for one week only, April 19th through 24th. And Mishkan Chicago gets a special discount code. The code is PARTY49 for $49 tickets, valid for April 19th and 20th, evening shows only, and the 21st in the orchestra, dress circle, and loge seating area. Again, PARTY49. So get tickets now at broadwayinchicago.com. Welcome to The Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week, we read Parshat Mitzorah, a person with tzara'at. Yep, we are still talking about it. We will start with a brief recap. A person who gets tzara'at is declared healed by the priest, and then they have a purification ceremony involving sacrificing a bunch of animals, bringing a scarlet thread and some water, shaving their whole body, waiting seven days, shaving again, bringing some oil, some more sacrifices. If the person who got tzara'at can't afford these sacrifices, they can bring two birds instead. As we learned last week, homes can also get tzara'at, which appears as a strong red or green spot on the stones. A priest comes to inspect it and quarantines the home for up to three weeks. Depending on how much that spot spreads, the home is either declared pure, the stones that have the spots are removed, or the whole house is demolished. To purify the home, it actually goes through steps pretty similar to the ones for a person with tzara'at. Quarantine, inspection, water sacrifices, etc. We then move on to other slightly unsavory topics like penises with unnatural discharge and how to purify oneself if this happens to your penis. Also, purification after menstruation or having sex with someone who is menstruating. Spoiler, all of these involve a trip to the mikvah. So you might have heard that sarat, the disease discussed in this week's and last week's Parsha, has been translated as leprosy, but this is actually an error. The affliction that the Torah is talking about has nothing to do with the actual disease of leprosy. The confusion comes from a translation error. The Septuagint, the Greek translation of the Torah, translated sarat as lepra, which in Greek refers to a skin disease. Several centuries later, another translator saw the Greek term and assumed that it meant leprosy because lepra sounds like leprosy. Now, we might think that this kind of translation error is just a silly misunderstanding, but actually, it's had devastating consequences for centuries. People with leprosy or leprosy-like conditions have been excluded and marginalized from their societies for more than a millennia because of this error, when in fact, leprosy, the actual disease, is very hard to transmit. This error has led to millions of people being shunned and oppressed and denied medical care, when in fact they just have a bacterial disease that 90% of people are naturally immune to. It's sort of ironic, then, that the rabbinic understanding of tzara'at is that it comes from gossip or speech that is so careless it's harmful. It's a reminder that what we say, the literal words we choose, not only matter, but continue to have ripple effects long beyond the moment we speak or write them. We get a chance to check in with ourselves and the care that we put behind our words each year at Yom Kippur. So I like to think of this Parsha and last week's as a sort of mid-year check-in. 
I want to offer a blessing to the thousands of people who have been excluded from society because of this translation error, and the many, many thousands who continue to be excluded because they are misunderstood or they are the victims of someone else's careless speech. See you next week.